Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensawood. We be to the name of the Lord. Well, welcome into God's presence this morning. And join me in welcoming our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. I, I, I pray in the name of Jesus that by the entrance of the Word of God, may your life be transformed. I said by the entrance of the Word of God, may your life be transformed. I said, by the entrance of the word of God, may your life be transformed. Amen. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 3, 21, Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. He appeared. He revealed himself to Samuel by the word of God. That's my prayer for you this morning. That God will reveal himself to you by his word. If you believe that, say amen. amen. And the Bible also says in 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 12, talking about Rehoboam, he says, When he humbled himself, the wrath of the Lord turned from him, so as not to destroy him completely. And things also went well in Judah. He says when he humbled himself, God didn't, well, he was not destroyed. And things went well. I pray in the name of Jesus as you humble yourself to hear the word of God. May things go well in your household. Amen. May things go well with your children. Amen. May things go with your, well with your family. Amen. May things go well with your finances. Amen. May things go well in your health. He says, in Judah, things went well. No matter what comes in the world, for those who humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, things will go well with you. I said, things will go well with you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's just the appetizer. Amen. I just love to minister God's word. All right. So in this season, we have been looking at the parables of Jesus. And um, what an awesome time it's been. I've, I've, I've been learning a lot myself as I dig in and I realize that, you see, sometimes it's easy to get familiar with, with, these, with these parables because sometimes we've heard it over and over or sometimes we've heard it since we were children. But these are truths that Jesus wants us to understand and to get. And he, and he says, in Matthew chapter 13, verse 34, he says, All these things Jesus spoke to the multitude in parables, and without a parable he did not speak to them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things kept secret from the foundation of the world. So these are secrets. That Jesus is revealing in these parables and they were kept hidden from the foundation of the world. And so many times, these are, these are things that the prophet desired to see and to hear. For surely I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it. And to hear what you hear and did not hear it. So think about it. Isaiah desired to hear these words. You see, we are living under a new, another, a, a, the new covenant, a new dispensation. So these words, treasure these words. Lay them in your hearts. He says this contains secrets. 
that were hidden from the foundation of the earth. And here comes Jesus. And in these lessons, he's revealing this secret to us. May there be an unveiling of this secret to you. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And may your life not remain the same. For the heart of these people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Neither is that they close their eyes. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their heart and turn, so that I should heal them. So it's easy, very easy to dull your ears to it. And so, oh, I know about the parable of the master seed. I know about this parable. I know about... No, 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 no. This morning, may your eyes be open. And may your ears be open. He said, blessed are your eyes. And I speak that over you this morning, your eyes are blessed. And I speak that over you this morning, your ears are blessed. And you are hearing these words. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you happy to be here? Are you happy, excited to hear God's word? I see smiles on some people's faces. Give Jesus a smile. Notify your face if you're happy. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So today, we, we started by talking about the parable of the, of the sower because Jesus Christ said that was the most important parable. And we are using the Wednesdays. There are 50 parables. So the Wednesday, the parables we study on Wednesday are also different. We cannot go through all of them the parable of the living so he says verse 33 and another parable he spoke to them the kingdom of heaven is like living which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all living and a parable amen he says this is how the kingdom of god of heaven is like now what we have to realize is the woman took it and hid it in three measures of meal and it was all living Living is yeast. And so what are some of the things that happen when you put bread in yeast? The first thing that you realize is that the yeast will cause the flour to rise. There will be increase. There will be growth. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't bake in my house, but uh, I know some, sometimes baking happens. <laughs> So, so what happens when you put the yeast in the bread? The first thing is it will rise. And what happens? Do you get less before or do you get less after? No, you get more. When you put the yeast in, you get more. And then also, um, how many of us have had unleavened bread? That means bread without yeast. It's very hard. It, it's, 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 you, can, you, can, you, you, you can feel the hardness of it. So, one of the things that this, this parable teaches us is the kingdom of God can cause great change. Everybody say great change. Great change. The, start it one more time. Great change. great change. The kingdom of God can cause great change. The flower undergoes a change. Sometimes it gets lighter. The burdens in your life can be lifted and you can get to the place where you feel light in your soul. How many of us want certain things to continue and never change forever and ever? 
There are certain things in your life you wish would change. And sometimes it feels like it will never change. But I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that the kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. I said the kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. I said the kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. I said the kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. The things that are not so good in your life can be changed for good. The things in your life that are not so pleasant can be changed around so they can be pleasant. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God, even as you sit under the influence of the word of God, bringing about a change in your life. I said, I see God bringing a change in your life. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Things will not be the same forever. The enemy have lied to you and said this circumstance, this thing will never change. But not my God. He can bring, the kingdom of God can bring about a change. I said the kingdom of God can bring about a change. I said the kingdom of God can bring about a change. I see a change coming in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. It can bring about increase. Somebody said, will my salary ever increase? God can bring his increase into your salary. Amen. (laughs) Will my children ever change? God can bring a change into the life of your children. Will my husband ever change? God can bring a change into the life of your husband. Will my wife ever change? God can bring a change into the life of your wife. In the name of Jesus, the kingdom of God can bring about changes. How many of us want to see change in, some, in the lives of some of the relationships that we have? You want to see change. You will see that change in Jesus' name. Yes. So God gives us, there are all sorts of possibilities in the kingdom of God. God gives us the secret in this parable. Jesus gives us the secret to see changes not only in our lives, but in the life of others. He says that this woman took and hid and hid in three measures of meal till it was all living. You see, any real change that you are going to see in your life, that you are going to see in the life of others, is going to come about as a result of things that are hidden. That's why she took it and hid it. You see, the the blessing that you are looking for, the increase that you are looking for, the change that you are looking for is going to come about as a result of something that is hidden. We talked about the hidden treasure last week. This ties closely into it. Notice what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God. Somebody shouted, but God. Somebody shouted, but God. Somebody shouted, but God. But God gave the increase. Hallelujah. <laughs> Who gave the increase? Who gave the increase? Who is going to bring the increase? Uh, my Lord and my God. And you see, you don't see God. 
The Bible says that no man has seen God. Did you see God this morning when you woke up? No, but you had faith and you got up and you came to church. <laughs> my Lord and my God. <laughs> but you see, what is the planting, planting, planting that he's talking about here? The planting is the preaching of the word of God. And what is the watering? More preaching. Somebody say more preaching. More preaching. <laughs> so, 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 so you see, he says Paul planted, he planted the word of God. Up somebody else watered, then God gave the increase. God brought about the change. God brought about the increase. You see, some people haven't heard the word of God before when we preach, we are planting. Then even if it's hundred times more that they hear it, the seed is being watered. And sooner or later, there comes a harvest. But that harvest is caused, that increase is caused by the word of God. Somebody shouted again, but God. But God. Shouted, but God. But God. Give the increase. So, he's telling us that the thing that caused the change in the loaf, in the bread, was something that was not seen. You, you, you look at your own lives and realize how far God has brought you. And when you think about it, who caused the change? It was God. <laughs> I said, I said it humorously, the, the first lesson, the principal's office couldn't do it. <laughs> Your parents may have done their very best, but ultimately it was God. The pastor may have preached, the evangelist may have preached, different people may have preached, but ultimately it was God that brought the increase. And, and you see, you see in, in a country, for instance, um, the church is the living. And you see, when we are the ones, the Bible calls us the salt of the earth, the light of the world. There are certain things that are being restrained in the earth because the church is here. And when the church gets out of here, when the salt gets out of here, the people that are adding value, the people that are adding taste, get out of here. You don't want to be around here. It's not, it's not, going, to be, it's, it's not going to be a good day if Jesus Christ comes and you are left behind. And whether you believe it or not, he is coming. He says so. And in Paul's time, some people said, we've heard about the coming of Jesus, and we've heard about it a lot. He's not here. So they began to just leave anyhow. And Paul was warning them in 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, he was warning them, look, look, no, please, please, don't, don't, don't do that. Jesus is still coming. And, and he's still coming. And his coming is near. When he was, I mean, his coming is, when the apostle Paul was rising to the church, he said that the, the coming of Jesus is nearer than when we first believed. So if it was nearer 2,000 years ago, then now it must be nearer than before. Whether you believe it or not, we'll change it. He's coming. <laughs> and I pray in Jesus' name, when he comes, may he find you prepared. Amen. I said, when he comes, may he find you prepared. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This wasn't on the notes, but it's for somebody. If you are watching on TV or listen, don't play around with those. Don't call them stories. 
No, no, these are not stories. These are real things. They are going to happen. The Bible says that in Noah's day, people just kept rejoicing and dancing around and doing all sorts of things. And Noah kept preaching. He calls him a preacher of righteousness. He said, look, there is something coming in the air. There is a flood coming. No, no, forget Noah. Don't mind Noah. We, have, we are busy. We are, we are concerned with other things. Don't, 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 don't listen to his message. He kept preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching. And one day the flood came. They thought it would never come. And when he came, he says, only eight people got saved. A few. May you not be left behind. <laughs> May you be part of the people that when God comes, you go with him. Amen. Amen. So the real change, the real change comes about as a result of God. You see, sometimes I can preach, teach, and, and, and some people might hear it. Some people will respond. Some people will not respond. That's what Jesus said before he left. And for some people, it's um, like we have, if you put a duck in water and, then, and the duck comes out, the water doesn't stick to the duck. That's how we came up with that expression, like it rolls off of the duck's back. But you see, God wants to do a real work in our lives. And that change is going to come about as a result of God himself. I can break the message, fry the message, boil it, do, do different things to it. But I pray in Jesus' name, let the word of God have its free course in your life. Yes, amen. amen. Two, the Holy Spirit brings about changes. In John chapter 16, verse 7, John chapter 16 Verse 7, thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 16, verse 7, he says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. He says that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world of sin. That is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Of judgment, of righteousness. Because you see, righteousness has been made available to everyone. When Adam and Eve fell in the garden, when God came, they were running away from God. And ever since then, man is ashamed to stand in the presence of God. So Jesus Christ comes and says that, look, I have made a way for righteousness. Righteousness means the ability to stand in the presence of God, unashamed, unafraid. And to stand in the presence of the enemy, unashamed, unafraid. I'll repeat it again. I'll define it again. Righteousness means the ability to stand in the presence of God, unafraid, unashamed. And also to stand in the presence of the enemy and his works, unafraid and unashamed. It's, it's available to everybody. If they will receive it. So Holy Spirit convicts. 
the world of righteousness and he sees of judgment because the enemy has already been judged. Righteousness is available for you. you can, it's available for you to go into the presence of God. That's why we keep announcing the good news. You see, you may think that God is mad at you. God is not angry at you. He was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself and now he has given us that same ministry, you and I that same ministry of reconciliation. Telling the world that God is not angry at you. God is not mad at you. The price has been paid. 2 Corinthians 5.18 Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given as the ministry of ministry of reconciliation that is god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation now we are ambassadors for christ as though god were pleading through us we implore you on christ's behalf be reconciled to god we are ambassadors of christ Christ is in us. He's saying he's not mad at you. Reconciling the world back to himself. Shout it, I'm an ambassador. I am an ambassador. Shout it, I am, an I am an ambassador. You see, that's why we must live our life for God. And when we get to heaven, you see, when we live for God, there, is, there, there, there are benefits. For, for living for God down here. One time, Hudson Taylor was a missionary to, to, to China. And the Queen of England was also living around that time, and they, they all died about the same time. And the Queen of England, towards the end of her life, said, was so disappointed with life, said, life, shame on you. What a disappointment. And Hassan Taylor, who had led for God as an ambassador reconciling people back to God, said, oh my Lord and my God, I am ready to meet my God. And I'll go, I go bouncing like a school child that has had a good day coming from school to meet, her, to meet their parents. Two lives. Somebody had lived life to the full and was excited to meet Jesus because they had given it their very all. Somebody else said, Ma, what, 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 why, 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 why did I even come here? What a shame. <laughs> what a waste. I pray in the name of Jesus, when you get to the end of your life, when you meet the Lord Jesus Christ, may you testify like the Apostle Paul and say, I have run the race before me. I have laid my life for God. And now there is a reward for me. And I look forward to meeting my Savior. And not only that, he has a crown for me. And not only me, but everyone who serves him. Very important. We are ambassadors. Shout it, I am an ambassador. Shout it, I am an ambassador. Luke chapter 2. 
verse 34 thank you lord jesus luke chapter 2 verse 34 he said then simeon blessed them and said to mary his mother behold this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in israel and for a sign which will be spoken against this child this child this child this child is destined for the fall and rising of many the same jesus the same jesus destined for the fall of some people and destined for the rise of many people this jesus that is in your heart the kingdom of god that is in you that has started something small can be for the rise your and not only your rising the rising of many others as well may god take your life and use it for his glory I said, may God take your life and use it for his glory. When Jesus was here in Luke chapter 17 verse 21, he was among them. The kingdom of God was among them. But now the kingdom of God is in you. And my God, my Lord, and my God, I get excited every time I talk about this. There is the potential in you to change that neighborhood. There is the potential in you to transform that workplace around. There is the potential in you to change cities. There is the potential in you to change nations. He said the kingdom of God, when all oh, it was put in the law, it began to rise. Your life may be like a little seed, but it is as it is yielded to God in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see God using you to bring about great changes in the life of other people. If you believe that, say amen. Oh, my Lord and my God, it is God that brings about the change. God is the one, he says, He said, for the rising and falling. You see, promotion comes from God. In Psalm 75, thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 75. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 75, from verse 4, he says this. I said to the boastful, do not deal boastfully. And to the wicked, do not lift up the horn. Do not lift up your horn on high. Do not speak with a stiff neck. For exhortation or promotion neither comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Oh, I see that phrase again. But God, somebody say, but God. Shout it, but God. Shout it, but God. But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. He says promotion does not come. <laughs> oh, from the east, from the west, not from the south. Notice that he leaves the north out. Because the Bible says that God sits on the side of the north. That means the promotion that you are looking for, the increase that you are looking for, is only going to come from God. And in this season, I have come to announce, by the word of the living God, as you remain faithful and serve the living God. Oh, the kingdom of God is in you. As you plant the seed in others, as you plant the seed of God's word in your heart in the name of jesus may god himself promote you like only he can i said may god promote you like only he can notice that he said that this living was hidden hidden that means that the factors 
that bring about the change are usually hidden. You don't see God. You don't see the Holy Spirit. But those things, but they are the ones who bring about the change. Three, let's, 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 let's look at something else. That brings change in our lives. Prayer. Everyone say, say prayer. prayer. Everyone say prayer. prayer. Everyone say prayer. prayer. Prayer can bring about a great change in your life. Whether it's praying in secret or praying corporately. Notice what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. Thank you Lord. Matthew chapter 6 verse 5. It says, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the street that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. It says your secret investment in prayer will yield an open reward. There will be a rising. There will be a change. And not only that, you see, he's talking about here, secret prayer. But not only that, when we come together to pray corporately, it can cause great change. Everyone say great change. Great change. One time in the book of Acts chapter 12, verse 5, notice this. Acts chapter 12, verse 5, he says... Peter was kept in prison, but constant prayer, somebody say constant prayer, was offered to God for him by the church. Herod thought that he had Peter in captivity. Herod thought that, he see the Bible says that he had already, he had already killed James, the brother of John. And he proceeded to take Peter also. And Peter too stand for, for, I mean, he was the head of the church at the time. He was leading the people. He wanted to cut Peter off. The church said, no way. Enough is enough. Somebody say, enough is enough. You see, sometimes by prayer, individually and corporately, we come together. And oh, we may be shut in a room here praying. But as we are praying, I can assure you, it is like the living. It is making a change. He thought that was the end of Peter. He's going to stop the church in his track. He's going to, he wants to stop you in your tracks. Notice what happened in verse 7. He says, now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him. And a light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, get yourself and tie us on your, on your sandals. And so he did. He said to him, put on your garment and follow me. And the Bible says the gates open on their own accord. Hallelujah. The gates open on their own accord. I don't know the captivity that the enemy has held you in, kept you in. Oh, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you commit to a lifestyle of prayer, oh, but individually and corporately, in the mighty name of Jesus, I see God delivering you. 
I see the hold of the enemy broken over your life. I see every form of captivity. You are coming out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The hold of the enemy on your family, on your health, in your in any area of your life. If you will commit to praying and to prayer in the name of Jesus, the enemy cannot hold you down. No, it's not seen. But it brings about a great change. Somebody say a great, great change. It brings about a great change. I see God bringing about changes in your life. He says that gate open. You see, when you pray, things open for you automatically. God is the one that brings the great change. So if you are not praying, you are at a disadvantage. I pray, may God light a fire on your prayer altar in Jesus' name. Amen. What else brings about a change? Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the blessing, the prosperity, again, the increase that you seek will only come from God. So in the same Matthew chapter 6, he talks about giving as a lifestyle. He says, when you give, he says that, he says, from verse 1, take heed that you do not you do not your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrite do in the synagogues and in the street, that they may glorify they, they may glory from they may have glory from men. As surely I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Again, it's hidden. Your giving of your tithes and of your offerings, he says, will yield open rewards. Obviously, as a church, when we give to missions, we want you to know where, where the funds are going. But you, you are, we are all a part of it. A part of it. He says, your giving it, again, it will, it will, it will call, it, there will be a rising. I pray it is that these are all hidden things. These are all things happening in the background. And so somebody will look at your life and say, what, really, what's the, what's the secret here? It's those, 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 those leaving, those seeds that you are planting that are showing up on the outside. God looks at the heart. It's so important. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. And when we serve God, there is a reward, not only in this life, but in the life to come. When we yield our lives to God, there is a reward. You don't lose out serving God. You don't lose out living for God. You actually gain. In 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, he says, For bodily exercise profit little, but godliness, everyone shout a godliness. godliness. Shout a godliness. godliness. It's profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Godliness simply means living for God. Is he a businessman, does business, and looks for profit? 
He says, oh my Lord and my God, I just love Jesus. He says, godliness is profitable for how many things? All. How many is all? We ask this question a lot here. <laughs> all means all. No investor gave you that kind of a deal. It's profitable in the family. It's profitable in your health. It's profitable in your career. It's profitable for all things. When is it profitable? <laughs> Always. Having promise of the life that now is. That now is. And of that which is to come. So you are not only profiting here, you are profiting in eternity as well. I'm not, you see, God is doing all right. <laughs> He's doing really well. He's sitting on his throne. But he doesn't want to sit on his throne by himself. He's, that's why he's, we talked about this last week. They are thrones reserved. For you, he wants you. He has a throne for you, but he wants us to yield our lives completely to him. And he says he will reward us openly. Be concerned about the inside, the hidden things, your relationship with God, knowing God. In, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, the Apostle Paul calls to the place, he says, that I may know him. That I may know him. This, this season, God is calling us to go deeper. That I may know him. Jesus said on the last day, he's going to tell some people that I do not know you. May you not hear those words. Those are terrible words to hear. <laughs> may you hear the words, good and faithful servant. Of the living God. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. That I may know him. Lord to know you more than ever before. God can be real to you than even the people that you live with. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. God is a rewarder. In Hebrews eleven six, he says that. He says that, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. You believe that God is, that's why you are here. You believe that God is, that's why you are tuned in. You believe, and then he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And in James 1, 17, he says, Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. Hallelujah. As you yield your life to the Lord, I see God rewarding you. As you pray, as you give of your time, of your talent, of your treasure, there will be a change. There will be a change, I said. One, one day, Abraham 
met Melchizedek in Genesis 14. We are talking about hidden things. We are talking about the kingdom of God. He met Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, he gave him tithes of all. They, they, they partook of a type of the communion. And the Bible says he blessed him. And he had conquered. He had been able to win the battle that he was facing. So when he met the king of Sodom, notice, notice the statement that he made. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are talking about great things. Genesis chapter 14. Thank Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal satrap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you say, I have made Abraham, Abraham rich. He's saying that the source of the blessing, the source of the increase, the source of the prosperity is my God. It's my God. And that same thing can happen to you. You can get to the place where you say, Lord, my Lord, and my God. When somebody wants to find out the secret, the secret that Jesus has been talking about and expanding to us, you will say it is God. As I have been cooperating with God, he has been changing my life from glory to glory. And as you sow the seed of God's word in your life, you should never be discouraged. Never give up in sowing seed and sowing the seed of the kingdom of God into the life of others. There will be a change. And it comes about as a result of things that are not apparent. And that cannot be seen. That's what causes it, the bread and your life to keep increasing and increasing. Notice again. Let's, let's take one more. Thank you, Lord. In Acts chapter 10, Thank you, Lord, from verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. You see, angels don't just come, come on the scene, no. No, 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 no. They didn't just appear when Peter was in prison. People were praying. The angel that didn't appear to Cornelius. No. He said he was devout, feared God, gave generously to the people, armed generously to the people, and prayed to God always. And God said, the time for your visitation is here. And as a result, that, you see, that was the, when Peter went to that household, that was the first time the gospel had gone to the Gentiles. And God had to show him a vision for him to go. And it started with one person praying, 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 praying. And there was an open reward, praying and giving, praying and giving, never giving a devil. You don't never give up. No, 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 no. Pray. What, how, how many times did he pray? Always. See, prayer was a lifestyle with him. He prayed always. And God responded. I see God responding on your behalf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The integrity of your heart. What, what you are on the inside will sooner or later show. 
Joseph, the integrity of his heart showed. Ruth, the integrity of her heart showed. And she's in the genealogy of Jesus. When you are devout, when you dedicate your life to the Lord, it will show. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. What did we get out of here this morning? God will bring about a great change. Well, don't go here and say, and say Pastor said, uh, God is the one going to bring about the change. So I'm not going to change anyway. I'm going, just going to sit around and let God change me. You know what the pastor said today? He said God is the only one that can bring the change. <laughs> so I'm not going, even if my, somebody else tries, I won't change. <laughs> Be malleable in God's hand and let God change you. <laughs> let God transform your life. I see God. If you, if, you see, if you take your work with God seriously, next year by this time, you will, you will not recognize yourself. You will see a great change in your life. By the end of this year, oh, we are the midpoint, but by the end of this year, you will see a great change. Oh, my Lord and my God, the lies that you are investing in, never give up. It is like a living, planted. Sooner or later, there will be a change. Somebody shout, there will be a change. Shout it, there will be a change. Shout it, there will be a change. Shout it, there will be a change. Job said in Job 14, 14, all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. And I have come to announce that I see a change coming in your life. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you blessed this morning like I am? Yes. Oh, my Lord, I'm glad I came to church. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. There is more in here. The church, as a seed in this nation, can bring about a change. In the name of Jesus. We'll continue, we'll, we'll continue, we'll continue on Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll look at. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. The parable of the net and the gathering. And we'll tie it together at someone's special request. The parable of the ten virgins. They are closely tied together. And the next Sunday, we'll talk about the parable of the merchant man. Why the merchant man was willing to sell everything to buy. You are in for an amazing time. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Mama, mama, ha. Talk to the Lord. If you are watching online, if you are watching on TV, if you are watching across the nations of the world, maybe someone shared this video with you on social media, and you do not have a relationship with the Lord, and you are looking for a change in your life, the kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. The kingdom of God can bring about a change in your life. If you are willing to give Jesus an opportunity, he will bring about a change. You don't try to live life your own way. You won't make it. No, not in, these, not in these days and times. You can only make it with Jesus. You can only make it with God. And this morning, the seed, 
living, the seed of God's word is being planted in your heart. Maybe you are discouraged. Maybe you are at the point of giving up. You, you're at the point of saying, what's the use of life? No, don't give up. There is hope for you. There is hope for your future. Your tomorrow will be all right. Your tomorrow will be all right. Your tomorrow will be all right. There is hope for your family. There is hope for your health. There is hope for your finances. God can take your life and use it for your glory. He did it for me. He's done it for others. He will do it for you. All it is not hopeless. All hope is not lost. All hope is not lost. Today can mark a new day in your life. Can mark a new beginning in your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. If you are willing to begin a relationship with the Lord, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Yeah, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. The presence of God is here and right there with you where you are. The presence of God is here. 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 The glory of God is here. I am going to lead you in a prayer. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, you will be saved. <laughs> the Bible also says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. No matter your background, businessman, doctor, nurse, accountant, student, no matter your background, no matter your past, Jesus will give you a new beginning. Let's repeat this prayer after me and you, you begin a new relationship with the Lord. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead. And today, I confess you as my Lord. Save me. Make me new. Help me live the rest of my life for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me into the family of God. And if you knew the Lord and your relationship with God has gone cold, you are not where you are supposed to be. Just say, Lord Jesus, take me back. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's rise to our feet. And we are going to plant a seed of prayer. Whatever, was, whatever is weighing on your heart this morning that you came to church with, this is an opportunity for you to talk to the Lord about it. Peter was kept in prison, but constant prayer was made for him. The prayer that you pray today will make a difference. In the name of Jesus, it will start out like, like leaving, but it will make a difference. Whatever is on your heart, that is weighing heavily on your heart. If it's concerning your family, your health, your finances, if, if it's concerning the, 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 a loved one that needs to come to the Lord, your husband, your family member, bring them back before the throne room of grace. Don't leave church without praying this morning. Let's pray. Cry out to God. When, he pray, when prayer was made corporately, 
a door, the prison, the gate, the gate opened automatically. The shots fell off. Every addiction is coming off the dropping of you today. In the mighty name of Jesus, the hopeless situation, God will turn it around. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. In the name of Jesus, what will cause the yeast to rise, the, the bread to rise? What will bring about the increase? Let's cry out to God. Let's pray today in the name of Jesus. The enemy may have told you that things will never change. But as a result of your prayer this morning, things will change. I said things will change. Talk to God about it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God, the presence of God is here. He will hear your prayer. He will hear your cry. In the name of Jesus, he will heal those wounds. In the name of Jesus, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. I see a great change. I see a great change. I see great changes in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, promotion does not come from the west, the east, nor the south, but God is the judge, 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 in the name of the Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God, and pray and say, Lord, I dedicate my life to your service. May I not live a life of regret, but may I live my life for you, totally yielded to you, O oh God. Let my life bring about change in others as well. Use me for your glory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, empower me in my stewardship. Empower me in my service, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want to have the testimony. Like the Apostle Paul, I also plant seed. I also water. In the name of Jesus, let me not be idle in the house of God. But, O God, take my life beginning this week and use it for your glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Father, I give you the praise. I give you the glory. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice today. You have shown us what the kingdom of God is like. You have shown us great secrets hidden from the foundation of the world. Help us, O oh God, not to be hearers only, but to be doers of the word of God. Thank you that through us, many will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only in this community, but beyond, even to the nations of the world. I pray for that person across the screen, for everyone here, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God, you are our source. You are our source. We look up to you, Lord. Help us to serve you faithfully. Receive the grace to serve the Lord all the days of your life may your life come may your life make a difference thank you that lord 
you are not coming for a weak church. Thank you that through the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, this nation will be transformed around. Through the church, other nations will be transformed. Through the church, whole cities will be changed. Whole families will be changed. Whole generations will be changed. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord and my God. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and give him the praise and the glory. Thank God for his awesome visitation this morning. Give him the praise. Thank him for the healing. Thank him for the, thank him for the strengthening. Thank him for speaking to us. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Your life will not be the same after today. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.